This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yes. And we're back. Episode number 83 and the Cardinals just beat the Packers. Go, literally, pack, like, go. Literally just, just did. Someone got packed. Someone's <laughs> gonna be getting packed. Someone's gonna be packing their bags probably for the Packers here soon. Say your prayers, That was a great game though. Like it's one of those things. It's like you don't even have to be a fan of football to recognize that it was a good game. Like if you're watching a boxing match and it's like you just know it's a good boxing match. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it was a really good game. It's and it's a good way for a team to go out. You know, because if that's your final game of the year, at least put in a little effort. You know, and they did. Green Bay almost won again with a fucking hail mary to the fucking end zone. Aaron Rodgers has, like, I think he sold his soul to the devil. Aaron Rodgers is one of the players that came out last year and uh, came out as an atheist. Oh, yeah. Came out of the closet and was like, yeah, I don't believe in God. I don't need God to <laughs> pass me the ball. Did he get a lot of for that? He did, actually. Him and uh, Arian Foster also. Both both of them last year. Arian Foster tore, tore his Achilles heel. So God came up and was like, oh, really? Psh. You're done for the season, motherfucker. And Tim Tebow's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, his career is over, so. Well, I feel like that's a pretty normal thing for when the person at the end of the season's receiving their MVP trophy or whatever it is. Right. Very first thing, I'd like to thank God Yeah, it's the first country. thing everybody says, yeah. And, it's yeah. like one of the only things I don't like about Russell Wilson is that everything's got to be about... Oh, God gave me the grace and the blah. I'm just like, all right, no, you're just a good football player, man. You, My I, favorite thing is when gangster rappers thank God. They're like, you, I love God. <laughs> it's like, I love dude, God. Why are <laughs> like your every other word is like, this bitch, I'm going to shoot them. And you're like, I love God. I, I live my God. life for God. Thank you, God. Yeah. I want to hear one of the football players get up, take the trophy and be like, I'd like to thank myself because I worked my ass off for this. Yeah, it, it hardly ever happens. I mean, obviously, they're uh, God and Jesus is first, and then it's like the coach, and then it's like my mom, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. By the time you hear this, the Seahawks game will have already happened, so I will either have been jumping up and down outside my house like a maniac or, or punching becoming balls. semi-depressed and, yeah, just punching myself in the balls over and over. Like a Vikings fans last were. were last yeah, week. exactly. Do you, see, do you see all those reaction they're videos? Great. Oh. So <laughs> much of a bummer for those people. Oh, seriously. Awesome. What a god-awful way to end the season. By one point. F- yeah. Here's the thing I have to say about that, though, is that when I, wa- when I listened to Steve Rabel call the end of the game and then I listened to the Vikings announcer yeah. do the end and he was like, oh, my God, the season can't end like that. And the, th- the last thing he said is, well, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And that kind of pissed me the fuck off because they didn't score any touchdowns the entire game. The guy who lost the game for you scored all of your team's fucking points. Yeah. He scored all nine of your points. And he lost the game for you? Shut the fuck up. Your team just sucked, so shut the fuck up. You know who uh, who was driving me crazy about that? Tom. Tom Krause? Yes. Tom, our old pro- KGRG oh, yeah. professor. He's a, big he's a huge fan. Yeah. Vikings fan. And he was talking so much. And afterwards, I just went, ha, 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 ha. Did you post on his board? Yeah, yeah. I, f- 
fucking goddamn right I did. <laughs> That's awesome. Because if you're going to step up to the plate, you deserve to get your, your ribbings and your roastings, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just the same thing where if I was talking all hard about the Seahawks, you know, I'd be upset, but I wouldn't, like, be butthurt about having it thrown back in my face. That's why I keep trying to get, uh, watch the Patriots lose so I can throw it in Floppy Matt's f***ing face. Oh. Hey, you know Sorry, what? I'm getting worked up about football. Uh, you, you, you're talking about like cur- getting cursed by God and stuff. I want to mention how like I'm kind of scared of the whole idea of saying cancer because I feel like if I were to say cancer, it's coming for you. It's coming for me. I feel like I want to be like cancer. Do your own thing. Hey, cancer, you're cool. Cancer, like leave just, me alone. Just stay out <laughs> over there. Do your thing. We're good. Just, just you know, do your thing. I'll do mine. I'll take heart disease. I'm not gonna. F- you like just just chill just chill, I, let's cancer. just live in two different planes don't <laughs> cancer like i'm not gonna stand up for it but i'm not gonna you know like you know what? i want to be a fence walker i'll be i'll be the one i'll take your cancer and be like cancer could you imagine if i got cancer all my hair would fall out all over the place oh my Jeez, God. i can't uh, imagine super skinny you would like a na- you'd look like a naked mole rat it, it'd be bad man it would be f-ing terrifying but it'd be fun your hair is already falling out so what, uh, <laughs> dude? <laughs> Yikes! <Yeah>. So uh, <laughs> I thought that was a joke. I thought hey, you were I'm literally like making a joke, <laughs> like, waiting for it, just setting it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, man, still, yeah, so still clinging setup. on to it. I, I think this might be the year, though, dude. It's, it's getting really sad up there. I see. took his beanie off earlier, and he almost cried. Uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah. It's getting a little thin. I'll, you know, I love you, but you know, friends tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know, that's that's one thing I can count on or you guys you for. Just, is, the actual truth, <laughs> not not to sugarcoat it. Right. Or you could just like fucking permanently like stitch or like uh yeah yeah just like stitch the fucking beanie to your head. <laughs> Go to a doctor and have them fucking surgically attach surgically it. Attach no, when the you beanie. cut when you cut your hair off, just glue it into your hat, <laughs> and it'll just you know be a part of your hat. Yeah, it's not gonna be any different. You always wear the fucking beanie anyways. <laughs> it's just when it falls off, it'll be weird as. <laughs> It's cool, man. I think you should just leave it. Just rock it. Yeah. Just you wear a hat anyway. Some Devin Townsend shit. It. Nobody can tell. <laughs> the only person that would worry about it is like your girl, you know? If she doesn't care, then f*** it. Right? Now, she already told me I'm not allowed to shave my head. Oh. So don't well, shave yeah. your head. There you go. Just keep it. Really? Yeah. I, I, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tight. A part of me thinks it's tight, but... She's now, like, I want to run my fingers through your thin, wispy hair. <laughs> well, now a part of me just wants to shave it out do of you, spite because I've been told that I can't do it. You know? real question, Ryan, is when you're butt naked having sex with a girl, do you wear your beanie? <laughs> no, nah, man. The, hats, hats fall under the sock law. You got you to gotta f***ing kick those things off. No, nah, man. Sometimes you, you got to put it back on. I can picture you totally naked, banging your girlfriend with a beanie and socks on. Oh, I don't want you picturing me on the job. Yeah. Yeah. I do it often. <laughs> Wearing flip flops <laughs> on a bearskin rug. You'd probably be comfortable with. <laughs> He's like, I was just in your watching in your windows last night. By the way, my name is Kevin. This is Ian, and Ryan the Beard is over here. <laughs> this is Metal Shop's backstage. What's pass. up? What'd you guys do this week, Ryan? Food poisoning, man. Oh, week. that's all I did. Uh, coming out all which week. end? Uh, the back end. Oh no. So. Uh, a spicy butter hole. La- last time that happened to me, it was coming out of both ends, and uh, yeah, I was I pretty much just stayed in the bathroom. Not this time around. I'm, I'm lucky; it's only been out the backside. What was it? What caused it? It's what, a toss-up. I'm, what did you ingest? It was either there's a sixty percent chance that it was up on Aurora. Okay, bad chicken. 
Yep. Uh, either that or it was bad matzah soup from which I'm really hoping isn't the case because I freaking love but that's the soup tasted a little bit off. The matzo balls were not. They're probably you're probably the only person that had ordered right. it in the last three months, <laughs> and it was just the same. Yeah, stuff sitting on the shelf. The last one that got me was McDonald's breakfast. It was bad. Oh man, it was I rough. Like West rough. Seattle. Thankfully, my t- uh, my bathtub was close enough to my toilet, so I could be sitting on the toilet while I threw up. Did you the bathtub and spray? Speaking yeah. of McDonald's, did you hear about uh, what's going on with the company? It looks like their profits have just been going down and down. Yeah, and that's down. why they they, add, they did the breakfast, you know, during the day thing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of smart. Can you yeah. imagine if McDonald's went out of business in our lifetime? It's it's looking like wow. According to a bunch of articles online, it's looking like sometime within the next ten years, if McDonald's continues the trend that they're on right now, wow, there's going to be no more McDonald's. McDonald's used to be on top of the world, man. Yeah, which remember is, like Monopoly when that first came out? McDonald's, everybody yeah, was dude. up in there and like. Remember how cool you felt when you got an Arch Deluxe? How adult you felt? Like, <laughs> dude, I'm getting the adult hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to take me to McDonald's when I was very young, and I used to just order a plain cheeseburger with mayonnaise. How fucking white guy is that? <laughs> how about the big and tasty? More like the small and... <laughs> is McDonald's a sponsor of our radio station? Not of this podcast. That doesn't matter. Someone's paying our salary. All right, big and tasty. I love it. You can go and get it at McDonald's down on Aurora for $1.29. Tell them Kevin Deere sent you. And call a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Is Kevin back on the energy drinks again? I drank one today. Mm. Just one. Man, I used to always go for the toy. Actually, I drank two. <laughs> I wanted that happy meal with the toy. <laughs> I still have all four of my Batman cups. Oh, that's oh, glass cups. Badass. I forgot about the yeah. glass cups. Those were that was, cool, That man. was probably the coolest thing it, the, mm-hmm. at the time, especially. Especially since I still have them. It's a f***ing miracle I haven't broken one of them already. You know what Dude, I did this week? you better knock on some wood. You just jinxed yourself on me. I hit the gym like a mother And that's why I'm saying all the time. <laughs> nah. I you started taking some, steroids? lifted some goddamn weights. Put listen, them back some, down, pick some them back hardcore. up. Some hardcore. Yeah. Uh, hit What'd the gym. What'd you listen to? Uh, Hatebreed, Bolt Thrower, of Carcass, uh, Madball, Scrape, Metallica, um, Fiona Apple. Hold it down. I mean. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I also found out that I'm going to be, tomorrow, I'm going to be an announcer at Monster Jam Sunday, Sick. Sunday, Sunday. Well, um, no, wait, f***ing. Stop. I'm not going to be an announcer. I'm going to be a guest judge. And and if I'm going to guess here, I'm going to say they're going to tell me who to who to vote for. Yeah, either that or it, <laughs> either that or it just is inconsequential yeah. to the final tally. Either way, it's going to be fun. Loud as we're going to be on the floor and we're going to get like a tour of backstage area and get to meet all the drivers, brother. That's awesome. It's so bad. Don't get run over. Uh, I hope not. It's like the final scene of Idiocracy. Oh, I also saw 13 Hours, the movie about Benghazi. That movie was fucking awesome. It's got. Is uh, it a propaganda movie? No, it's not a propaganda movie. It's it's a true story though. It's That's a, true. It's about Benghazi and and I wouldn't say it's pro- propaganda, but I mean it's badass. It's got uh, Jim Halpert from The Office in it. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> as well as Roy from The an Office. AR fifteen around. Yeah, uh, I liked it. That was pretty good. I uh, I I finally saw The Revenant this week. Yeah, what'd you think? It was gnarly, right? Yeah. It's hard to get through, man. Like, like, there's some parts of that movie. Did it make you feel cold? Kind of, this isn't a spoiler, I don't think, because the entire story revolves around this, but he gets mauled by a bear. Yeah. And it's 
fucking early gnarly. on too. Yeah. It's like what the most of the movie revolves around. Yeah, it's terrifying. I had a dream a couple weeks ago that I had a I was walking in the woods while I was hunting and stuff, and that's why I carried a forty four magnum when I was out in the woods out there. Because mm-hmm. when you're walking around in the woods, you're trying to be quiet. You're hunting, obviously. You could walk around a corner at any moment and have it be like, oh, f- there's a nine hundred pound black bear right there. Have you ever <laughs> come to? Have you ever been face to face with a bear? No. I have. Really? We were fly fishing in Alaska, and it was one of the most terrifying things that has ever happened. My, uh, We turned a corner in the creek, very similar scenario, yeah. and big, giant grizzly bear just standing there, just right, probably about, uh, I'm trying to think of, probably the distance from me to the window on the other side of the room over there. So, so. probably a good... 15 yards yeah something like that so way closer than you want a bear to <laughs> yeah, no kidding because you're not running and so you're not the, out running it. the grizzly bears down here in the lower states you know they're still punking huge grizzly bears in alaska yeah are, that's a whole nother animal it's like freaking volkswagen man. yeah and so i kind of like stopped and froze and i heard the guide right behind me just go don't move and i just heard the click click and he had his pistol aimed right next to my head Mm-hmm. Aimed at the bear, and all I could, all I was thinking was just like that pistol isn't gonna do. Like that guy's gonna empty that clip, and the bear is still gonna take us all. It's out. just gonna make it angry. Yeah. So the bear yeah. just kind of leaned in a little bit, sniffed, made a snorting, grunting noise, and turned around and just kind of ambled off. Just gave no f's about yeah. us yeah, or what we were doing. Or- bears are apparently very scared. They're like you know you can scare them off easily, mm-hmm. but. You can also piss them off easily. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. he he was telling us after the fact that for the most part, because he runs into bears all the time doing mm-hmm. his line of work, and he was saying that the bears up there don't really care. You know, they're they're not used to running into humans because you're way out in the middle of f-ing nowhere. Right. They just don't give a. They're just more curious than anything mm-hmm. else. Just like, what's this weird pink thing <laughs> stomping around the what's woods? What's this weird hairy gnomish looking? Yeah. Walking man. through my hood. Well, you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's gnarly. Well, I'm glad you didn't run into a bear this week. Yeah. But I got that. Oh, uh, my buddy gave me some movies on a hard drive, and I plugged it in my TV, and it <laughs> popped up. Like, I can, like, go through my smart TV and pull up, like, f- files that I can download off the internet. Awesome. So, so we watch The Revenant on? Yeah. So I watched it on my big TV in my living room. It's awesome. Sweet. I also got The Hateful Eight, but I only got the first 50 minutes of it. Uh-huh. So I watched, like, right up to the part where it gets really good, and it, like, restarted, and I was like, hey! Quentin Tarantino, what the sh- Oh, speaking of which, I also heard this week that he's only going to be going to do 10 movies. He did an interview that said he's only doing 10. This was number eight. Mm-hmm. So he's only going to do two more movies. I wonder what they're going to be. Good old Quentin. Well, isn't he doing another- Horror movie. I heard he's going to make a horror movie. Did he's he say he was doing another Kill movie. Bill? I don't know. I think I- he's going to do a buddy cop movie. <laughs> no. You know who's in a bunch of buddy he's, cop movies? He's doing mall cop. Ice Three. Cube. No, that, that yeah, well, yeah, um, Ice Cube. But that little guy, the what's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's in like two buddy cop movies, one with The Rock and one with Ice Cube. And they're, I went to uh, go see Hateful Eight, and they played both previews back to back. I was like, what the <laughs> f***? Two buddy cop movies starring the same f***ing little guy. Hey, Kevin Hart's funny as shit, man. I like he that is funny. Dude. I do like him. Uh, cool. Is that it for your weeks, you dirty bastards? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I'm stoked for Rainfest. All right, well, uh, let's uh, let's get into it then, eh? 
Okay, big news this week. You want to start with the Rainfest stuff? Yeah, I'll, I'll mention it. Um, so I got the lineup right here. Rainfest is a three-day hardcore festival that's been going on for now 10 years. Uh, it started... Well, I guess it started back in 2006, and it was a small three-day festival that was ran out of Tacoma area in two... Well, actually, one of them was at the West Seattle Legion Hall. One day was at... No, two days were at the West Seattle Legion Hall. One day was in Tacoma at some Legion Hall. It was like Parkland somewhere, yeah. Yeah, and uh, in in the past 10 years, it's blown the f- up. People now fly in from all over. They have some of the biggest names in hardcore. They've had Chromags, H2O. Uh, they've had... A- Judge Chain of Strength. This year, they have announced that it is the tenth and final Rainfest, a Memorial Day weekend. It's kind of bittersweet. It's an amazing thing uh, that uh, that it's been so awesome. But you know, the, these dudes, it's they deserve a break. They deserve a little bit of a break because uh, it's it's probably a lot of headaches. I'm I'm sure. Well, a decade of booking bands, and it's a year long process, and they put a lot of their own money into it too. Yeah. I do know that. Mm-hmm. So something cool will come along, you know, as long as people stay active and, uh, you know, it can't be Rainfest because, you know, that's not right to take the name, but they could start something new. Anyways, the three-day passes are available now. You can go and check it out on the Facebook uh, if you want to get ahead of it. This is just the first announcement. There is another huge announcement coming up next month on the 15th, but uh, here's the full lineup so far is what we got uh, from New York. 108, which is huge. Axis. Bent Life, Blacklisted is coming to the Northwest again, which is also huge. Burn. Yeah. Clar- that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. Clarity, Disgrace, Drug Control, Fell to Low, a band that we've been jocking a lot on Metal Shop, Forced Order. Yeah. A band called God's Hate, which is actually really sick. Uh, they're super heavy. Uh, they have Colin from, from Twitching Tongues plays guitar for them. Uh, God's Hate. Uh, Gouge Away, Losing End, Mortality Rate, Odd Man Out, which features... Uh, the dude from Sixes, what's his name? Jeff Jeff Caffey. Um, Odd Man Out Power, of course. Yeah, get weird. Step Four Change, Terror, which is always fucking fun. They've More never played Rainfest. No, they mm-hmm. have. They played Did at they? Uh, they played at the Viaduct. Remember that? Oh no, uh, you were drunk. Mm, probably, <laughs> I was probably high actually. <laughs> no, they played. Uh, or do both. you remember when fucking Nicole took the microphone? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and and Volga was staring at the booty. Yeah. Uh, booty smell good though. Tomar control <laughs> and trapped under ice. So that'd be a good cool time. First man. lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that one because now they have real art, so they basically have the viaduct back. I think that's a great uh, opportunity or excuse or whatever to move it back to the Tacoma where it came from and yeah. just create something different, mm-hmm. something new. I don't know. Somebody else is obviously gonna have to take on that hefty task of doing that if anybody even can do it the way they've. Uh, uh, you know, Zach, Brian, and and Matt have been doing it for the last ten years. Well, to book something like this, you have to have an encyclopedic knowledge of the genre. You've got to. I mean, yeah. you you've got to you've got to really really live this stuff on a daily basis. And on top of that, you've got to have the connections to be able to get hold of the bands. Um, you might well you might be able to get hold of them, but you have to have uh you have I'm trying to think of the right word. You got to have some clout behind your name. You've got to have people have to give a shit about your. Email when they're like, "Hey, can you come play my fest?" Exactly. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Resistance got a new song coming up at featuring two of the old guitar players from In Flames, Jesper and Glenn uh, Lungstrom, along with uh, the current vocalist from the Haunted Marco Aro. They got a new record out, and it's cool. They've been doing. They've had new music out every single year that they've been a band mm-hmm. since 2013, which so. is rad. More bands need to do. Yeah, that. no kidding, right? 
So here's a little piece of it coming out January 22nd. Song's called Death Blow. Heavy. I, I like it. Uh, it's crunchy, it, man. It's interesting. This this band, The Resistance, I group into bands like uh, Active Defiance, like bands that were like my favorite members of my favorite bands that went on to create new projects <laughs> that are way better than the original bands that they came from. <laughs> I feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. They were like, you know, f- this. This is straight way too far from the original ideas. Let's go start a fucking sweet band. And yeah, take it back to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I was I was listening to an interview with uh, one of the members of uh, of Rise Against this week on a podcast called Turned Out a Punk, um, and he was talking about how when he played he played in this band called Guar for a while. You never heard of him? Maybe I don't know. Anyway, so he's so he's like this straight edge guy, Who? and uh, he was in Guar, which was interesting for him because he was around a lot of drug use. <laughs> but he came Clearly. from like kind of melodic punk bands that sounded like Descendants, and then he joined Guar. And when he left, like, he said that Guar was awesome, but when he left Guar, he wanted to do something completely different and start it from the original, like, just... So he went from, like, literally in two months, he went from touring the world in, like, a huge bus with Guar and then, like, sleeping on cockroach-infested houses with, like, a f***ing Toyota Corolla, and they would just borrow gear from people. I know what that's like. And he started, like, a pop-punk band with his friends because he just got tired of that so it's awesome i don't know obviously this year the beginning of this year has been a huge bummer uh with with lemmy and uh obviously dave bowie this week that one hit me so hard man we're gonna talk about dave Bowie a little bit more but i just think it's awesome that this is the first week of the year where i feel like the floodgates are just opening with tons of new stuff oh yeah so much new music is coming out and there's a new entombed ad song uh, called Midas in Reverse, and they're doing the same thing, uh, taking it back a little old school style. The song, uh, ah, okay, just play it, see what it sounds like. Reminds me of Clandestine a little bit. Crunchy. They got a new record coming out February 26th. 
So, uh, it's or yeah, the new record's going to be called Dead Dawn, so go get that when it's out, man. We'll be playing some of the other new stuff as it comes along. So, ABC Bottle Company has branded Jack Daniels uh, Motorhead XXXX. Oh, I tried, as soon as I saw this article, I went to the website and tried to buy it. And I tried to go there, and it just gave me the big red X. Like, it had just nope. been crashed yet. Crashed. They had a... They uh, have a limited edition $99 bottle of single barrel whiskey released in honor of Motorhead frontman Lemmy, known for his love of Jack Daniels. God, um, they need to 288 do bottles sold out immediately yeah, with the page being taken bottles? down, but a snapshot can be found and you can see what, what you could have been. Now this thing, if God, it's it found so anywhere awesome. in Washington state, let's let's figure it out, let's pimp it out, and we got to go to that bar. Somebody, well, uh, that's a good, it's going to be gone instantly. That's the thing. I w- they need to do it again because I want to get one bottle to drink and one bottle to just keep and like put in a little box and like <laughs> put it up on the wall, you know? You and everyone else. I know. Uh, Brian, fucking uh, Simeon, mm-hmm. said that he purchased one. So really? We'll, we'll see if he's just bullshitting or if we can... Convince him to a open the bottle and b let us have some. He's the most ball busting asshole on the planet, though, so I don't think that's ever gonna happen. I, I bet he's gonna keep it. Yeah, he's just gonna hang on. I, to it and forever. you know, I wouldn't even be mad about that. I'd be like, yep, that, that's what I would do. Yep. Just oh, or sh- I mean, like, put it in a nice little case and then take it out once a year on the anniversary of Lemmy's <laughs> death or take birth or whatever, and like, yeah, have a little make yourself a Lemmy with it. Yeah, man. Pass it on to your grandkids. So, uh, Venomous Concept posted a David Bowie cover of the song Suffragette City, and I'm a, I'm a big Bowie fan. I've, I've liked Bowie a lot for a really long time, and I really like it when metal bands and punk bands and hardcore bands cover Bowie songs, because yeah. most of Bowie's material is so far from those genres. It's not something that you'd normally so see. So, it's, re- it's a true adaptation. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, here's a little piece of it. Suffragette City. Not bad for a grind band. Awesome. It definitely did it. If you want to hear a different take on it as well, uh, the band The Get Up Kids does a cover of that song too. It's really? really? Yeah, it's awesome. I did not know that. Uh, Ryan, if it makes you feel any better, it looks like uh, Shane Embry is losing all of his hair too. So. Oh, he's he, been losing it for a while. He's still yeah. rocking the huge he's got, bro. He's rocking Dude. the bald spot. <laughs> Unfortunate news this week. Uh, last, last year, I guess it was 2014, the end of 2014, uh, Wayne Static passed away of a drug overdose in his sleep. And just this last week, unfortunately, Tara Ray, his wife, uh, committed suicide, which is pretty god-awfully terrible. But, uh, man, like, it's imagine putting yourself in that situation. Like, 18 months later, what a 18 months that had to have been for a Absolutely, person like that, yeah. you know? Well, and she she woke up next to him. In Dude, that's got to be so traumatic. Just... Oh, my God, I would have nightmares every single day. Every day. God, that that would literally be like one of the worst possible things to ever 
like give you some serious PTSD. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously, you know, put your thoughts and and you know, just some positive mental energy in their direction. Yeah, I mean, Static X was one of those bands that got a lot of us into the heavier stuff. Man, they they were one of the original gateway bands. Yeah, they were on what was that like Fuse TV or whatever? I saw them on MTV, <laughs> man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember when MTV came out with this sampler called Return of the Rock, and it had. Uh, do you guys know that artist Coop who makes those? Um, he did the the No Effects. Uh, I heard they suck live album cover, and I loved oh, his artwork okay, okay. back in the day because he did um, he did all those Satan babes with the huge tits. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude. Yeah, 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 he did the album cover, and that's what caught my eye, and I picked it up. It had everything from, like, Corn, but then Static, Corn to, like, Limp Bizkit, but then the Static X songs. Those were really, uh, really stuck out to me because they were a lot heavier in, in rap. <laughs> uh, Ghost Limb's got a new song out. They got a new record out. Uh, the Ghost Limb slash, slash Graf Orlock project uh, always kind of uh, running parallel, but I think... So far, I'm liking the Ghost Limb stuff more than I'm liking the really? Graf Orlock. Yeah. Hmm. Here, listen to this. It's just cool. It's interesting, you know? I dig it. Uh, cool fact that I did not know. Uh, apparently, Justin Smith, the guy who uh, runs not only Vitriol Records, but sings for both of these bands, is a college history professor. Very cool. Huh. And down in L.A., uh, the L.A. Weekly dubbed him the heavy metal professor in their list of most interesting people in Los Angeles. Nice. Huh. That's, That's really pretty cool. rad. Yeah. So they got their new record, uh, the new Ghost Limb record. It's coming out February 5th. It's called... Difficult Loves. If you like that, check it out. The band Obscura is awesome, and we definitely rep them on Metal Shop whenever they have new out, and we play them as much as we can. They have a new record coming out on Relapse this year, and uh, they already had uh, Sermon of the Seven Sons come out, available online to stream, but now they have one called The Monist. You can uh, listen to a little bit of it right now. It's available online. Metalsucks.net is streaming it. Super... Technical. Metal Sucks has sucked lately. Just saying. Really? Like how so? TMZ of metal. Yeah. They're getting kind of lowbrow. Well, it's a metal website. It's true. <laughs> I'm I still gonna, read it. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Uh, it takes a little bit for the song to kick in. I like it. It's good to see they still shred balls. You know, uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to shut up so we can listen to that bass. Oh. It's weird to think it's been five years since their last record. 
Feels like it was just a couple years ago. Yeah, they need to get back over here. Yeah. Man, you know, I was really uh, leery about this album at first, with, what with all the lineup changes and things like that. A lot of the key <clears throat> players in right, this band right. rotated out, but this is, it's really cool stuff. The solo work's kind of a little bit different. You almost took like a Vinnie Vincent approach, just like, F it, I'll just shoot from the hip and play as fast as I can. <laughs> Random shit. We'll do it live! There you go. Channeled is Bill O'Reilly. Uh, a few months ago, we reported on the band Chaotica getting into a gnarly van accident where several people in the band were killed. And uh, just this week, uh, OnlineAthens.com is reporting that they, uh, one of the members of Chaotica, by the name of Sergio Jose Quesada, has been charged with DUI and three counts of homicide for a deadly crash back in April of last year. So uh, the drummer, Nick... Uh, Passed away, and Wormreich members Ian McKinney and Paul Truesdell uh, also died. So the guitarist and bass player from that band. It says here that do 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 do. Yeah, he's booked in on. He was released on a seventeen thousand dollar bond. And so it doesn't really provide a whole ton of information. Somebody when I posted it on the Metal Shop Facebook, uh, one of the people that responded to it said that she was friends with the band and that. He wasn't drunk, but that he was stoned or they found marijuana in his system after the fact. The fact is that he passed out behind the wheel mm -hmm. and killed several people. God, this poor guy. I mean, if uh, I mean, if the guy was drunk or like actively inebriated under the... Right. Yeah, if he was messed up on something, then by all means. But if it was one of those deals where the guy had been... You know, he had, they had smoked some weed earlier in the day and or whatever. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, the dude, I mean, just in this picture, the poor guy looks crushed, man. I mean, all his friends just passed away. Everybody's blaming it on him, somewhat rightly so. He's probably blaming himself. It's literally one of my nightmares. Yeah, dude. It's in, like, I've had nightmares where I've been in a van flip. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got to try and brace yourself as the van's flipping over and all the gears flying around. Uh, I've said it before, dude, being in a touring band is one of the most dangerous jobs because you spend so much time on the road. Like your, your amount of time driving is so exponentially higher than any normal person's, you know, would be. So it's the kind of thing where like you have to be so much more vigilant about who's driving. If you're a passenger in that van, you're as responsible as a driver. In my opinion, you need to be aware of your driver's state and when it's time, because you know, you're doing long drives. Tap him on the shoulder. Next, go take a break, dude. Go take a nap. And then swap out somebody, you know, swap somebody mm -hmm. else in. And uh, there have been times, you know, I'll admit it. Uh, there have been times where the majority of the dudes in my band are f***ing hammered. And nobody else can drive. So one of, you know, and it's usually our straight-edge drummer Shane, which is always a great fallback. Yeah. Not every band has that, though. Mm -hmm. So it's the kind of thing where, like, you got to know that someone's got to drive you to the next city after the gig. You got to keep in mind. Just be aware. Figure it out before you get to the venue for the show that you're going to be playing. Just be like, all right, you're going to be driving tonight. So, or it's like your, your turn to drive. Yeah. It's like you got to fucking, you know, plan ahead for it. Exactly. It's like that's why you obviously you should never drink and drive, but you don't do it during certain situations where it's like so much more obvious that like you're in charge of like five or six or eight or fucking 10 other people's lives mm -hmm. plus $15,000 with a gear in the back. And you've got a responsibility to be, you know, somewhere across the country. And so while touring is fun, you got to keep it real, dude, and put people in check when you see that somebody's behind the wheel that probably shouldn't be, you know.
buddy system, man. Hell yeah. So the band Walls of Jericho has been silent for eight years, but they are going to be resurrecting from the grave. Um, And they are coming out with a new record via Napalm called No One Can Save You From Yourself. Uh, Candice, the vocalist, uh, says, sometimes in life we ch- lose ourselves, and it's uh, for me, it's always been music that brought me back to who I am and what I love. It's never too, too late to rediscover yourself. This experience was a reminder to find out what you love and let it kill you. Um, uh, the last time w- Walls of Jericho really did something, it's kind of funny. They put out like an acoustic EP. They went on tour with the Family Values Tour, <laughs> and uh, they kind of got a little carried away with the, trying to become huge. I think that uh, it'll be nice for them to come back and breathe new life into the, the band and probably come back to like a, a hardcore project. I could see them. I liked that band. Going back to their roots. I like that band. I, I swear to God I played that band on Dead Air a couple times probably. Because <laughs> they're like Scott Pitt parts. I don't know. So we'll see what happens. So Cheeseball Power Metal Band, Rap City of Fire, just put out a new song. Oh, that's what you're going to call it, huh? Yep. You're going to title it that right off the bat. I... Yep, I'm just going to go there. All right. The new song's called Distant Sky. This is a cool Italian power metal band. And uh, can we give this a listen? Rap City of Fire, is that like uh, with Luca Torilli? No, no, no. This is the one without Luca Oh, okay. Trilli. Gotcha. At least they can play their instruments. This guitarist is a maniac. This is awesome, and then they're going to start singing. (laughs) I already know. There you go. Rap City Fire. New stuff. <laughs> I think it sounds good. I mean, that doesn't really sound any different than, like, yeah, well, Bruce I mean, Dickinson would or you something. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying cheesy is a bad thing. It, it, it is, you know, it is what it is. There, all the songs are going to be about dragons and unicorns and fantasy stuff and, it's, it's and like, knights and things. It's, it's rad. You know, it has its place. It's really cool. Do it up. You need to drop some acid, play some Skyrim, and crank that up. There you go, man. No, don't do that. I did that once. It was a terrible idea. Seriously. Uh, Gears of War. My buddy fed me a oh, mushroom no, brownie. No, no. And uh, didn't tell me what was going on. I had the table flipped over in front of me. Freaking firing machine guns, cowering behind <laughs> that thing. Tight. Spider came out of the cave. I thought it was coming out <laughs> of the TV at me, man. It was ringing you. Hatebreed's got a new record coming out called The Concrete Con- Confessional, but they're not playing Seattle. Boo. That's bullshit. But they are going to be. Tour. They're going to be playing with Devil Driver and Act of Defiance. They're doing like thirty-two days, and they're not playing Seattle. That's bull. The closest that it comes is going to be do 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 Sacramento, California. Sacto. Maybe they'll play with Sacto Hoods. Uh, maybe that'd be awesome. Northside Kings. Uh, Aboth is streaming the new self-titled full-length record. There's been a, a lot of drama related to Aboth. If you've been listening uh, along to the podcast, you know what we're talking about. If not. You go back to the episodes, <laughs> punk bitch. No, it's really good. I like it a lot. And uh, despite all of the weird controversy that's surrounding it, uh, I think it's going to sound awesome. So here's a little and a snippet. The song we're going to play tonight called Winterbane. Skipping. 
The cover art is awesome. Yeah, it's just his makeup. Super demonic. Cooked. Anyway, sounds like, uh... Sounds like a mortal. Sounds good. So they're coming April 1st on uh, April Fool's Day. It's a Friday, I believe, with High on Fire, the Decibel Magazine Tour. Dude, new life of agony. I got raise it to my wrist and tears of my They signed a worldwide record deal with Napalm Records. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, this is the first with vocalist Mina Caputo. Um, the vocalist underwent a sex change and is now going as a female. And they are now a female. So the vocalist Mina Caputo, it'll be the first album uh, with the female singer. Let's see, there's a pro shot film footage of uh, Motorhead's last ever show. That's f***ing dope. It was shot at the Resurrection Fest in Lugo, Spain, and <laughs> Lemmy has a mic stand which has a built-in beer koozie. That's sick. Which has a nice cold-looking beer in there. So uh, here is the final ever performance by Mr. Lemmy Kilmeister. Let's see if we can just catch a piece of Ace of Spades in here. Skip ahead into it. It's got a f***ing intro, okay? Still playing that bass, dude. You realize this is four days before he died. You know, I think four days. I think as our icons start getting older, people need to start throwing down the coin to have videos shot, have live performances captured before they're gone, man. The next one's Black Sabbath, the final tour that's coming up here. Tony Iommi's been battling cancer for a couple of years now. That's so. gonna hit hard. That's going to be rough, man. And so, uh, yeah, we just need to find a graceful way to take care of it. So that's that's cool. Uh, Ryan, can you grab that, actually, this one and post it over on the Metal Shop page? Yep, you got it. Um, this isn't up on our uh, up on our list of news articles, but I wanted to throw it out there real quick. Gorod's coming back over towards this side of the world. Um, but unfortunately, they're skipping the U.S. entirely. They're just going to Canada. Oh. So screw us. But like, hey, Ryan. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but if, they're, cool if you're story, trying bro. to catch Gorod, um, they're going to be playing April 8th in Vancouver. I'm going to be making the trip up for you're it. You're going to go? Uh, yep. I'm going. Um, I invited Kevin, but then remember that he can't go to Canada for another seven years. I can go. I'm just going to get f***ing checked, and it'll probably take oh, me like three right. years. <laughs> but I found a little news, crumb of weed in Good your news, car. metal heads. Gorod might not be coming to town, but Violent J is. Oh, oh no. I know. I texted Benny and was like, ha ha. Violent J at El Corazon, March 14th. I'm Dude, going. They, uh, the I'm one going. It, they're going to make so much. They make so much money. They It'll make be hilarious. Bang, and they kill it at the bar, A too. Fago and vodka? Uh, <laughs> have you guys ever watched Baby Metal anything? Yeah, yeah. The two, two I of the guys. It, I turn it down and jerk off. Two of the. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There it is. Line of the night. Two of the guys in my band are obsessed with that. Like, the our new bass player has a fucking baby metal patch on his coat. So, they've got a new record coming out called Metal Resistance. This is such a fucking weird phenomena in my eyes. 
I think it's Garbo. I can't. They're stand fun. It. Ugh. They're huge. Their names are Koba Metal, Moa Metal, and yeah, Suzuko Nakamoto, Moa Metal, Su Metal, and Yui Metal. Speaking of shit that's really not metal, is Morbid Angels frontman David Vincent is in a country band now. Yeah. Uh, David Allen Vincent. Uh, to be fair, the guitar player in the clip is Danny Harvey from Headcat. Sick. So I don't know if you'd call it a country band or like a rockabilly band. I don't know. It's putting the back in country. He's got a cowboy hat. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to sing right now. This isn't this isn't surprising. I mean, his uh, his cousin is uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Are you serious? Yeah, he's That's related to Miley Cyrus. The hell? I think I just heard my own brain explode inside my yeah, skull. Yeah, that's a real thing. Think how awkward that Thanksgiving dinner must be. It's like, you guys want to go and jam? Hey, guys, I wrote you a country song. Hey, uh, Achy Bricky Heart or God of Emptiness? <laughs> Which one should we jam on, guys? <laughs> so if you watched the Lemmy uh, funeral uh, memorial service, you saw that they pointed out his really awesome urn. That was made for him. Um, apparently, the Le Lemmy's family hired a, a company from Minnesota called Foreverence to create a custom-made urn. It's like a little pyramid with what looks like... like, looks an, like it's, it's it's obviously his hat. It, but it, it's a replica of his hat. It's made out It of looks stone. like it's made That's out cool. of onyx or like granite or something. Yeah, it looks really awesome. So, when Ryan dies, can we make like a shaped one and like bury him with it <laughs> like, uh, I don't know oh god and then bury his remains in it and him to, to death come back to life sounds good Christ. to me I would say just make like a fucking beard out of granite yeah make a beard commemoration that's a there great idea go. yes it would just look I don't like know a how bush. I feel about you guys plotting my funeral well it's happening soon so <laughs> Just follow Lemmy's advice. Oh, he didn't get the news. Die now, save time. There you go. <laughs> that's his news. That's his That's his motto. Uh, Motorhead, in other uh, Lemmy news, uh, in remembrance, in memory, immortalizing him in video game uh, character. That's a great way to immortalize somebody, I think. Yes, the creators of Rockstar Games, an awesome company that makes some, some of the best games out there, and uh, Grand Theft Auto V, of course, a very, very popular game that can, keeps getting more badass and ba more badass with uh, you know, all these add-on characters and whatnot. Uh, they, the creators have added Lemmy on a motorcycle, and he has a bunch of prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, Ryan? Oh, yeah, there's an option to just spawn prostitutes around Lemmy. <laughs> they just, just appear out around. of thin air. <laughs> just follow him. And there's a picture of him, like, sitting on a motorcycle on a mountain cliff with a bunch of prostitutes walking around. Yes. So, good for you, Lemmy. Immortalized forever. Uh, you know what? While we're on it, uh, I guess we should probably mention that Food and Beverage Magazine renamed Jack and Coke in Lemmy's honor, calling it officially the Lemmy. The Lemmy. That's kick-ass, man. So it said there's an ad in Food and Beverage Magazine, or it looks like it's the cover of Food and Beverage Magazine. It says, Food and Beverage Magazine introduces the Lemmy. Two ounces of Jack Daniels whiskey, ten ounces of Coke, and a dash of bitters. Hmm. 
And uh, you can strain it with ice into a whiskey glass, garnish with a twist of lemon peel, and serve. I don't know about that. Yeah. But. I, I don't know if you even need the bitters, man. I thought he liked it just. Just straight. Yeah, I'm man. sure that's how it came. Well, they, they got to spruce it up a little bit. It's Food and Beverage Magazine. Yeah, they because be they're like. Classy about it. What, you want to just pour some Jack and Coke in a glass? Don't yeah. Yes, yes. That's exactly what I want to do. So, Ryan, you want to cover this next one because they're your favorite band. Metallica? Uh, actually, yeah. I do want to cover this next one <laughs> because members of Clutch, Fu Manchu, and Black Sabbath. No, you're are talking about a supergroup. No, you're skipping a story. I know you're skipping you are. a story, no. mother. I'll, no, I'll, yes, you are. Uh, Don't try and get away with it. Fine, I'll fucking do it. So Metallica, in another Thank huge you. colossal <laughs> move, um, have sued a tribute band. It's not Metallica. It's Metallica's lawyer. Metallica's lawyer. Whatever. The Metalla Law has uh, spoken. Metalla and, Lawyer. Uh, Chosen to sue a tribute band. In well, this... they sent them a cease and desist. Yeah. Which is a little, it's not, it's like the step before a lawsuit. It's like saying, just just stop. They're we like, see what you're doing off, over there. Bitch. I know you're taking Talica's logo. Just I'm going to break your kneecaps. Brother. All right, now I'm going to go back and do the story I want to No, do. we got to talk up. about Jesus. You. It's so, like the biggest news story in metal this week. Kind just of. Fucking... Even though. Well, don't throw it on me to do, man. I haven't even read the damn thing. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, here it was a joke because I know that you hate Metallica. So, anyway, Ryan's legitimately angry, uh, or should I say, legitly? <laughs> now I'm angry. <laughs> All right. Street fight. Street uh, fight. Metallica. Okay. So their their lawyer sent a cease and desist order to a Canadian tribute band uh, that is called Sandman, and Sandman used what pretty much looks identical to the St. Anger Metallica logo. I don't know why they would choose that era of Metallica's logo to use. That's a good point. Um, so they've been using it to, uh, you know, just uh, represent all their shows. The, their flyers honestly look pretty, pretty, pretty cheesy. Um, yeah, they're a cover band, man. Canada's they're... number one tribute to Metallica. They're fans of the band. Yeah, and um, so they got this cease and desist order from Shepard Mullen, which is Metallica's, uh, what Metallica called their over-eager lawyer. Um, and so they got the cease and desist order, but Metallica came out the other day and said, yo, just file that in the garbage, throw it away. They're over eager. Uh, we are fans of, uh, of, of tribute bands. We were one ourselves. Um, you know, they didn't really see, they didn't tell this lawyer to do that. Apparently is, I don't know. It could be them just covering up cause they look bad, but it, you know, I would never file that in the trash. I would file that and I would bronze dip it. And put it on the wall with a plaque and be like, look what we got from Metallica. I wonder what uh, kind of death match they had in the band to find out which member of the band got to keep get the season to season it, yeah. But they all get to oh, make copies amazing. of it. One of my favorite parts of this whole story is that there's also a Canadian band, a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band called Red Hot Chili Peckers. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, they, they, they offered up solidarity. They said, just wanted to say... From one tribute musician to another, we're in your corner on this, and we think you should stick to your guns. It's lame that they would ask you to stop using your logo just because it looks similar to theirs. It's not like you're selling Burt Lake bootleg merch, unless they are. Who really knows? Red Hot Chili Peckers and uh, Sandman, Canadian tribute bands. I like it. Great. It's great. So, okay, Ryan. Move okay. on, man. Members of Clutch. This better be amazing. I swear to God. Members of Clutch, Fu Manchu, I'm gonna kill and myself Black Sabbath the best thing in the world. have formed a supergroup called Dunsmere. 
It's uh, Brad Davis from Fu Manchu, Vinny Apice from Dio and Black Sabbath, Dave Bone from the company band, and Neil Fallon from Clutch. Wow. It's a monster lineup. That is a monster lineup. So you don't have to kill so yourself quite yet. don't have to jump yet. off the 16th floor? Yeah, you're uh, you're you're safe, man. I'm I have high hopes for this. Every single one of those musicians has been in some really, really cool projects. So do they say? I mean, do they have a record coming out or are they? Uh, looks like it's gonna be. Uh, the project has been in motion since last July. Neil just put something up on his uh, Twitter account, so it looks like it's it's in the motion. It's it's in motion. It's cool. gonna happen. Uh, we were talking a few weeks ago about Freddie Lim, who's the singer of uh, Taiwanese metal band Chthonic. Who is running for uh, a spot in the Taiwanese or in Taipei's uh, legislation group? I'm not sure how their government works, but yeah. he's been elected, so he's now a legislator and he's going to be making laws. Dude, that's so awesome in that country. So this is kind of cool. It says that uh, um, he stands for the brand new political party, the NPP, which stands for the New Power Party. Which that sounds kind of sketch. Which kind of sounds a little. Uh, it might just it that just, new power. <laughs> it's just an inaccurate translation. Of I'm I'm sure some American connotation. Well, I wanted to point out, kind of sounds like a hardcore crew, you know, the yeah. new power party, or like a wrestling uh, conglomerate, right? Like the the new heels in WWE. You know, I'm I'm down the new for power it, man. party. Get some get something tough. The tough party. Uh, he says, and and this is what I think is pretty awesome. He says, from my point of view, Taiwan should become a quote. Normal country, step by step. Uh, Taiwan will only be able to safeguard its freedom and democracy after becoming a normal country. I'm not sure what that means in terms of how, you know, everybody's got a different definition of normal country. Mm-hmm. I mean, America's got some f-ing problems, obviously. Well, there's some, but things know, are messed up in Taiwan, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, that is a messed <laughs> up are. system. So it's, uh, you know, this guy seems to have, be a pretty legitimate dude seems to have a good head on his shoulders so i don't know go him instead of just Should complaining cool. about Should something cool. he's actively trying to change it so. go him go him uh there's a show that you posted in here is this a recent announcement here about weed eater uh i don't know if i it's new to me we probably mentioned it but let's just it's talk a good about one right yeah. Now. yeah let's just talk about it right now weed eater author and punisher and who else is this today is the day and Ooh, lord dying that's a heavy show Mm-hmm. All the kinds Highline. of different weird bands. Man, I haven't been to the Highline for a while. I need Mar- to get back over there. March 29th. Looks like Lori Faber Lefebvre's going, Grant Stobbs going, Tanner Ellison's going. <laughs> Just uh, read down the Amy list. Amy Elizabeth Francis Hansen's going. That's the day before my birthday. Chris I might not Cromholds. be here. I might not be in the country. Ryan Skiffington's going. I'm going to try and get out of here. Um, Dylan Desmond's going. <laughs> Ricky Placencia's going. In fact, 117 are going. And 298 were invited. If you've been invited, you should respond. It's rude not to. All right. Well, we're reaching the end of this week's Backstage Pass podcast, and uh, we haven't strangled each other yet, so we should probably get as heinous as we possibly can as a group therapy method of coping with stress. Brutal poetry is used for many different things. Today, we visit a terribly amazing record. Kevin's going to be reading Cenotaph's Paralyzed, iridectomized, eagled, molested cadaver off of their classic record, Puked Genital Purulency. Kevin, take it away. Color, odor, and taste of purulent flesh from her necrophiliac point of view. Paralyzed, 
Eurodectomized. Eagled. Molested cadavers torture is just because of her liquid liquefied genital organs. In fact, my sickness is her fault. Viral vagina or protozoal origin in which microbic production increases, also which is resistant to indisfectional body tissues. These infections spreaded through the fecal and urinary discharges of contaminated human flesh. Being a putrefied fetish forces me to use my overranged of 9.85 inches. Infiltrated by my urine containing her sick endomucosa, her skin shrinked as well. Subtly inhuman exhaustion froths, incoherent saliva captivates, sardonic dreams germinate. At the end of the story, obtrusive snatches shrunken gate of by the frantic wish to broach. Insane grudge pervades me, splatters her pus calmly. What? Now incredibly what occurs is rigor mortis. Stiffen it up. That band does not speak English. No, I they don't <laughs> You could tell like that is just awkward phrasing. A paralyzed clitoridectomized eagled molested cadaver. That sounds like a proper sentence to me. <laughs> they just they learned English by reading just brutal carcass. Death metal, yeah. yeah, like they're just wow. It, yeah, it's word salad, but it's amazing. They learned English through broken hope. <laughs> All right, Fuck. fellas, uh, we'll see you guys again uh, next week. Peace. Final words. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Let's cool. leave on that up note. See you guys next week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.